No. Hey everybody, this is PD from Spinnerack, and today I'm doing another video. It's still the same day. I'm doing another video, and today's video is going to be another what if. This what if is going to be about what if Kitty Pride joined the New Mutants, right? So, um, I was trying to think about how best to do this because when I first saw, I think I said it before, when I first saw, when I first saw Professor X is a jerk, well, I guess we should go to that, right? Let's not do this because we'll get to the hook of this. Go to this guy. All right, so here we got. This is post um, the Brood Saga. The X Men are back on Earth, and well, there's gonna be some other stuff in there. It's a lot. It's a down issue, but a bunch of stuff is gonna be happening. Right? So, so I saw Professor Xavier's a jerk, and a lot of fans agreed. They're like, Kitty has been in, in the X-Men X team. She's been, uh, what's her name, pretty strong member of the team. She's had some mistakes as kids would make, but she's been pretty solid as a member of the team. Right? So, most people agreed. Now, for me, I disagreed. I thought it would make sense. Kitty went to the New Mutants, and then she would have some people her age to kind of hang out with, right? Yes, it's fun because we would see ourselves like as in Kitty and being with Wolverine and Colossus and Storm and all these other cool characters, but at the same time, it would be a shift in the actual team right there'd be a shift in the new mutants to give reason for her to join the team instead of calling them x-babies and for some somehow the um the new mutants knew that she'd call them x-babies but you know it was a that was also a gag that was in um i think it was in x-men companion and that became a bit, right? We'll see that in a second. All right, so if you look at this issue, she's upset at the same time. And Ileana says, you know, you're acting like one, right? And she's acting like a jerk. And I don't think people notice that, right? Random nonstop making everyone's life miserable ever since you know you were shifted from the X Men to the trainees teams. It's getting boring, right? So, of course, um, so this is a key point, but I don't think anyone really reads that she's you know been acting like a child, right? So, but that bit 
kind of um, this scene here is leading him to go to the um, uh, go to his miniseries by Frank Miller and Chris Claremont, right? So we see the goodbyes. Xavier got his new legs, but he's, for some reason isn't able to walk. It's kind of psychosomatic type of deal. Right, just some looming figure watching over the X-Men. Kitty's struggling with the dance moves. She's not focused. And now they're like, hey, we're gonna, she's gonna find ways to um, to get back on the team, right? So Storm goes to get the Storm, but now it's, it's having harder for her to control it for some reason. I don't get it, but you know, this is leading to her big change, right? That's gonna happen. So they play chess to show that she's a genius, of course. You know, talk about saving their lives, being helpful. Being <laughs> so sort of sort of great storytelling by Paul Smith. We'll see what he can do. And then this is a bit that's totally forgotten that um, Scott had a girlfriend before he met Madeline, and they you know hook up before he goes to meet his grandparents. Right, and, you know, so it's a kind of down issue for everyone else, but not, you know, for Kitty. So Kitty is still in the house, grumbling, but the X-Men didn't really do anything. The X-Men hadn't really done anything at this point, so it wasn't like she actually, um, you know, missed any time with the X-Men. The X-Men are all going on vacation and hanging out, so Kitty, is checking on something and then so he wants to wait for Colossus, but at the same time she runs into this thing that she she located, it was actually Lockheed, so we have a dragon with them. I think the dragon was with them in the Brood Saga. And then these wacky creatures that was in, um, what's that thing? One of Cock Cockroach's villains, right? These are space aliens. And Kitty and, and Lockheed are doing their best. Um, maybe she should stay phased, but. Once you know, Colossus comes in there, gets there in time, and finishes it off, and so does not Lockheed. So they say, this is enough to put you back into the uh, X-Men, right? And then they need um, Madeline Pryor, which I've gone through this before, right? So there you go. So I don't want to, in this what if, I wouldn't change that stuff, right? Um, but the stuff we have to get to, let's, let's stop this. Stuff we have to get to is 
we have to stop. Sorry, I'm gonna get this other images up, right? We have to stop Kitty before this happens, right? We have to stop the Kitty Pride and Wolverine miniseries where she becomes uh, a ninja. Well, this is more like if you've ever seen um, Ninja 3, The Domination, um, we see regular, um, well, she's a woman and she goes to this thing where she gets possessed by this, um, this um, entity right here. And then she turns, gets a short haircut, just like um, what's her, uh, Dickie at the end, uh, her last name. If you see Ninja 3 The Domination, she has the same sort of hairstyle and it's a ninja samurai type of deal. And uh, we have to stay away from that. So in my mind, we would get to this issue here. And this is the issue where she teams up with the New Mutants for like um, three issues or maybe four issues. Yeah, four issues. She, she go, her, she's hanging with um, Doug Ramsey. We meet, she meets Doug Ramsey. They get very close. Then um, they go to the Massachusetts Academy and she gets captured and she's with the new mutants and this is the first story where she interacts with them right? only outside of interacting with Ileana so also that's the reason why I would say she'd be she possibly could be the leader because she has the most field experience she's her best friend is Ileana and Doug Ramsey could be her second boyfriend yep I said it so Let's see, there's only one last thing I want to show here, but um, let's, let's get out of that. Let's get to this. Let's so last. I'll show you the break point in the X-Men where she's taken, she decided to stay in the X-Men, but at the same time, we have this issue here, right? This is a little spread out for some reason. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. We got this great, the greatest sequence ever in the X-Men. Where I was looking at it, it's like, oh my god, no. Not, Xavier's not playing basketball. Like, this is ridiculous. The X-Men need to be out there stopping the dead mutants. And um, Xavier's playing basketball, right? And they play. So here, this second shot over here, I was like, if I wasn't a fan of John Romita Jr., or I was more of a fan of him being inked by his father, I was totally sold. I was like, oh my God, this guy, I, I don't know how to play basketball, but this guy really makes it look look cool. Right, so it was like really wild, but I really wasn't into Xavier and the headband and all that stuff. And 
But you have this moment with Storm, where Storm is wondering if she's all messed up in the head. And Xavier looks into her and says, nope, nothing's wrong. Right. So here we go. This is the other thing. So we know that she's close with Ileana. We showed that. And now we have Doug Ramsey, where she goes to the mall to play. Right. And she's, of course, brilliant. So she turns over the game and then they kick her out. Right. And then she has all the, the hottest 80 clothes there, leg warmers, the headband. And the <laughs> so this is pre um, Kitty and Wolverine. So, right, you see her connecting with him and they're talking about different things. And then he's, you know, he's the, the right sort of person. And But you can see the emotion that they have, right? And at the same time, you also can see that Colossus was kind of didn't feel like he could match up. He's just some country farmer type of guy. And then Storm is looking to buy plants. And of course, it's good. They've got muggers in the plant shop. But this is show you that she's got uh, fighting skills and the people are kind of scared of her. Are they? Yeah, I guess it got kind of a little kind of freaked. But here, and this is where, you know, um, the kitty get, learns that Doug is also a mutant, right? So she's gonna, she wants to go, but they're gonna go to Secret Wars. She's gonna go to the Massachusetts Academy, right? And then Storm, well, she's about to leave. Storm has this moment with Kitty, and she thinks she's changed. So Kitty thinks Storm has changed and she's not, and still the same person. They have a moment, and then they, they say goodbye. They run off to Massachusetts and realize. The, so let's lead right into the story I was telling you, and then the X Men go into the Secret Wars. We know what happens later, which is. Um, um, Colossus and breaks up with Kitty. So instead of having just Colossus break up with Kitty, um, Kitty would, um, well, I would further along them having a relationship, but it would be, if we didn't do that, she just breaks up with him. He just breaks up with her. She slowly moves towards Doug, right? So Doug is this guy who connects with everyone. He connected with Rainy later. He connected with Psylocke. So I mean, this is someone that the woman just fall for, right? And his only power is to is to is understand languages. So then, I don't really. This is the I'm just dealing with the dynamic. Now at this point, we're adding Kitty. I don't even know if I can go through all of them. We have um, Raj, Sunspot, uh, Rainy, Cannonball, um, Karma, Magma. Then we add Kitty, we have Doug, so that's like eight. And then we add Warlock, which is nine. And did we add anybody else into the team? I think that's about it, but they try to keep it to five. So if you think as you go along with Louise adding her characters that she already had, which is another four, that's enough for a school, right? So if you're going to do a school, is a dynamic that's kind of similar, which is the Legion of Superheroes. And the Legion of Superheroes, the way Paul Levitt at least did it, 
he would just rotate characters. So he'd pick a mix of characters and do like a five or six character story or have multiple stories going on. So ultimately that would be the best to do because they have, I mean, ultimately those characters ruined me. So um, Karma, it was hard to see Karma leave. It was definitely hard seeing Magma leave. It was hard seeing Danny leave in the, in um, what's the name? So these characters, I think, ultimately since it's a school, you can kind of keep them there and just have kind of rotate them. But I think when um, Chris Claremont brought um, Karma back, he didn't really have too many ideas for her when he brought her back. He just had the idea that she was possessed by Maul Rook. So um, I think if you kind of use that dynamic that Paul Levitt had, you could have gotten some decent stories out of it. And you have, because um, they always break out, you know, and do different things. I was just looking at it. Obviously, you had the Bilson Kevich run where that kind of clips the X Men for a little while during the time when John Romita Jr. was drawing the X-Men. The book was kind of, Mimi's was the book for that period from like 18 to 31. And then I'm looking at Steve, Steve Leliota was drawing it for a while, then Mary Worshire and Bill Sienkiewicz are doing it. So that's kind of giving you that feel. But then there's another great issue by um, Keith Bollard. Uh, that is like amazing. He's like one of the best artists ever. Right, and people say he's kind of unsung though. At the time when he was at Marvel early on, he was kind of the guy. He beat out Burn on stuff. So I think if you had this rotating sort of dynamic for the stories, but keep the keep someone at the mansion, you could always have stories with the new mutants going on. So you can add Richter, Rusty Skids, and Boom Boom. That gives you a, a ton of characters to play with, and the school dynamic, but you know, kind of lost it, lost that aspect of it when they blew up the mansion. But um, Kitty would still come back and have a, another call and ex-babies moment when she finds out Doug died. But, you know, Doug, you know, died in uh, trying to save someone. So I think Rainy really was about to give it to her. So well, I think it was under Chris Claremont's and she was kind of like, um, she kind of just was, you know, ten tears type of thing. So there you go. Ultimately, um, I think it would have been fun. I think it would have been interesting following um, Kitty with the, the new mutants. And since you're adding in Rogue, you're adding in Rachel. You know, you can do more with them. Whereas I think during once we did Professor Xavier's a jerk, the Shadowcat stuff kind of took the back seat to the rest of the team, and then you don't see her kind of working her way back to the team when her and Colossus kind of like reconnected around us. I think it's um one what's it um one ninety seven, right? And you can see them connecting a whole lot more. But that's about it. I think that's about it. That's um another one that I think is back in my mind. So anyway, um but it was cool looking through the new mutants and before uh, Brent Belden's got into it. I was just looking at the Jackson Geis and Kyle Baker run, which is like, uh, it's pretty interesting, pretty interesting art-wise. So um, I don't know, maybe I'll be buying some more New Mutants. <laughs> Getting all the ones that I didn't buy, good Lord. Anyway, that's it. Spin a rack out.